Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonode, modern open-source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonode empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonode.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce. Welcome to Shopware Unplugged, episode 19. Hi, uh, I'm still recording from Shopware United Days in Poland, uh, and right now I'm having uh, Kasper Gugawa, who's uh, a new person with Shopware dedicated for Polish market. Yeah, your official position is like a um, business, business, business development manager, but it's going to change in a few days to regional sales manager <laughs> for whatever okay. reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kasper, so this is, uh, I think it's a great uh, and important information for, for Polish market. Yeah? The shopper is really taking it seriously because it's not uh, Claudia, now you, plus Chris. So this, uh, this, uh, this uh, team that is supporting Poland is, uh, is growing. Can you say a few words about your background? Yeah? Um, sure, like what, sure. Uh, what you've been doing before, uh, and then we can talk about what kind of challenges you have uh, regarding Polish market. Sure. So um, there are two paths which I could take with this question. So like the, the professional path is for the last 10 years I've been uh, employed by different uh, agencies uh, like implementing e-commerce solutions uh, mostly on Magento, uh, not only but mostly. Uh, and uh, you know a long while back it was I started to work with uh, Carrefour uh, who did not have an e-commerce store per se but they had like a catalog of products uh, then I worked with uh, Kasarama for a long while then I worked for seven years in one company who was uh, strictly implementing uh, Magento and then started to implement big commerce as well and this is where I actually uh, learned about Shopper where I met Claudia and Melanie uh, and on the other side, from the from a personal standpoint, I, I run a blog called Chasna uh, E-Commerce, uh, which is uh, can be translated to time times time for e-commerce, and it's um, it's a place where where I've managed to post around uh, eighty articles and twenty videos uh, all about the e-commerce space. I've also created a seventy-page ebook called Time for E-Commerce, so you can you can find that in English uh, on the Amazon store. Yeah. So you moved from the uh, black side to the white side, or from the <laughs> dark side to the to the black side? How does it look like? How do you find it? Because you you've been doing services, now you are working for a, a vendor, yeah, for the for for the company. So how how is it? You know, after as you mentioned, yeah, almost ten years of working with implementation on the customer side, agency side, now you are working with agencies. Yeah. So uh, uh, that's actually a very good question. Uh, so, I would to to me it's the white side, right, uh, where I moved to. Uh, but I I have a huge huge respect for you know for my previous employer for for you because we we're in the same space. Yep. Uh, so I know how tough it is, how difficult it is, how like every day was a struggle in terms of you know uh, having different challenges with with uh, clients or with platforms. And you know you woke up every day, you didn't know what it's going to bring, and and you like each day was a different challenge and you thought it was like the pinnacle of what you would like the most difficult decision you would have to take and then the next time would throw you something 10 times worse so it was uh, it was an extremely uh, active and it was an extremely 
difficult time also, but but I feel that a lot of my e-commerce knowledge uh, comes from that period. So so you know I, I'm very grateful to for the chance to have worked uh, in in my previous agencies. Uh, now the reason why I say you know it's it's interesting this this question to me and why I said it's the the white side is that uh, when Claudia and Melanie first introduced me to Shopware approximately three years ago, and I'm speaking about this in today's uh, today's lecture, uh, they were extremely transparent about the platforms, right? So they told me about the downfalls, they, they, they told me about it, how it's a new product in terms of Shopware 6, how it was not ready then, and uh, this was three years ago, uh, and basically it was kind of a new world because I'm in the world of sales, right? So sales, it's a lot of sales is based maybe not on lies because this 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 is a very bad way way of putting it but it's white lies like it's omitting certain things and i'm very happy to be in a place where i can openly say about the the downside as well uh, because i feel that transparency is, transparency is very important and also that's what i've been trying to do in the personal life when i'm trying to you know showcase different uh, features or different uh, platforms or solutions which you can find there are all, always pros and cons uh, for for certain clients yeah, so how does it look like for a new shopper employee to start? Because you're like three months, yeah, two months yeah, or something yeah. like that. So how, what are the first days of a new <coughs> employee with uh, whatsoever a huge challenge, you know, to, to be a business development manager for a, a new market, yeah? Because it's, it's easy to do it for Germany where shopware is uh, like known and you open the refrigerator and there is uh, some article agency or someone talking about shopware, yeah? yeah. When then you, you are on a completely new market where, where nothing is there. So how are, how are the first days when you start? Uh, so first of all, I need to say that, that part of the reason why I ended up in shopware was part of the recruitment process and, and also what happened a little bit afterwards. So. Uh, what blew my mind, honestly, coming again from a, a world where time is crucial, where time is expensive, where you know each hour counts and you need to do five things at once. Uh, these guys, we had a recruitment process. We had a meeting with, first of all, the guy who, who ended up hiring me, but also then we had a meeting, like a one and a half or two hour meeting with 13 employees from the, from the sales department. And they were all allowed to ask me questions. I was uh, able to talk with them and we had to make uh, our uh, you know, both sides had to say that they are they are okay with that and that they want to work together. And actually, what I learned later is that after this session, the the guy who ended up my boss, uh, who ended up hiring me, uh, actually asked the team if you know what's their thoughts uh, about me. And you know, I did the same now for for two employees, and it's amazing that you have you know let's say low level employees who can openly say that I don't see this person will fit right or or this person might have some issues and it's an extremely open environment so that part was amazing and that's that's you know somewhere where I saw that okay this is a different world I need to um, I need to understand how it works but but it was something very positive the second positive uh, element was the the fact that again time is expensive and for the first month at, at shopper were actually probably five to six uh, weeks I didn't have any task apart from a roadmap on, of getting to know Shopware. Uh, so I went through the features, I had to set up my own store, I, I had meetings with different teams, they all told me what they were doing, like what are the pros and cons, I started meeting with the agencies, talking to them, asking questions and so on. So it was an amazing way of gathering information. And then the next three months, because this is my fourth month, right now or fifth, uh, were, were mostly 
spent on developing a plan, understanding what are the the issues that Shopper is facing in Poland, right? So, so you know, it will be different for each market and how to approach it. And there's also a lot of internal politics which you need to be aware of, like in in, in Shopper, who to talk to, and basically. Uh, you have certain teams that you need to talk to before you do something. So, so you need to be aware of how it works. And so far, I've been in, at the office uh, in Schuppingen for two, two times, and both of those times, both of those times, you know, I've came up with so much knowledge, like internal knowledge of how this whole thing works and how it operates, that it's quite amazing. You you can't really do this fully remotely. Yeah, um, I think we can we can talk a little bit about the Polish market uh, itself because yeah we have listeners from different countries uh, and yeah Polish market is very specific if you look at the the platform situation yeah. uh, which is also a challenge for Shopware yeah but on the other side yeah it's a it's a huge market it's almost like uh, almost 40 million um, citizens uh, with uh, e-commerce uh, that is really growing very fast yeah? Uh, yeah we have like something between 40 50 billion euros yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, of e-commerce, e-commerce sales. Uh, so, how does this platform situation looks like? Because you're entering the battle and starting the battle yeah. on the market. Uh, so, how is this market from the platform perspective? Definitely. So, uh, I think as in most countries, like the dominant platform where you where you see most stores, it's WooCommerce, and this is you know just because it's people are used to WordPress, right? And the the first <laughs> thought they have is just, okay, well, so let's let's use that module for, for WordPress. So that, of course, is a dominating one, but then you start to having stores. And the second one, which is, uh, which is uh, most visible in Poland, is called Shopper, uh, which is also an issue for us because the name is fairly similar. And, uh, and the colors know, are fairly similar yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. also blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's going to be a challenge, but, but we'll handle it. Uh, but this is a platform that's, you know, uh, that's targeted to much smaller audience, much smaller uh, customers, right? So it's for if you have the SMBs, it's fairly to the small to maybe beginning medium market, right? Uh, and it is a good platform. Like you, it has its a lot of pros. Uh, if I were to set up a store, I'd probably go with something like a software service platform or some cloud version. But for certain clients of certain uh, you know size, you, you need to start developing your own solutions. You need to host something more complex. You need to the the option to be flexible and to modify it and then that's when you have different systems such as uh, shoppers such as magento such as big commerce uh, platforms like this uh, that you can you know build upon and you can develop this so uh, in poland i would say that the next two which are fairly popular uh, would be prestashop and magento uh, and uh, you know the good news is that shopper is fits right between the two Right, so in terms of budget, in terms of the development size, I think that that it starts somewhere in the larger PrestaShop implementations and stops uh, like in the first uh, half of the Magento two implementations. Okay, and so what about Shopify? Yeah? Because Poland is, yeah. uh, or I've, at least that's my point. Yeah, there was no Shopify. Yeah, was, uh, but recently when I was checking like build, build with. It starts to grow fast. Yeah, there's more and more uh, companies who are deciding to go with uh, Shopify. Even Shopify does not have that many agencies support and everything. So, uh, so this 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 whole ecosystem of platforms is uh, is changing yeah, rapidly. This uh, shopware uh, shop this shopper SaaS which you mentioned, yep. uh, yeah, they just went uh, public. They uh, they are now 
uh, yeah, on, on Polish, on Warsaw Stock Exchange. Yeah. Uh, and they one, yeah. one of the reasons was that they, they were looking for some funds just to prepare for, uh, for some you know, expansion yeah. of, uh, of Shopify. So yeah. is this uh, the moment of a shopper entering a kind of like globalization that Polish market will look as it's similar in the UK, in, in Germany? Uh, quite soon, or you think we will be specific as a as a market? So, uh, uh, like first of all, shopper, uh, sorry, shopper is doing some aggressive uh, stuff right now. You said that they just you know went public. The second thing that they did is they bought the third most uh, you know common uh, commonly available platform in Poland, so Shoplo, which doesn't exist anymore. It's just it was just somehow inherited by the by the other uh, platform. Uh, so you know it's being consolidated the market and in terms of Shopify that's it's actually quite interesting because um, even though it's a it's a platform that has you know a ton of different modules it, it also it almost doesn't exist in terms of the ecosystem for the Polish market if you build something with Shopify you you need to develop your own modules for that for the payment systems for the for the shipment methods and, and so on so that's that's certainly an issue uh, but uh, in truth I believe that uh, that Shopify is coming to Poland. Uh, I know of some brands that are already using it, implementing it, and I know that uh, that they like it. I've recently had a an interview with uh, with uh, Michał Żulkowski from Primavera Parfum, and and they are uh, they are actually basing most of their stores on Shopify. And he said pretty much the same thing. So like. There is an issue with the modules because you need to build them, but the platform itself is qu it's quite uh, you know handy. It's quite quite okay. Uh, the reason why I think it's uh, it might be a uh, like it's worth considering other platforms than Shopify is the fact that they that they charge you for every transaction that you have. So you have like a percentage fee, which doesn't make if you, uh, which doesn't make sense if you have like a larger larger store. But I think it's coming to Poland. I just don't know if it will be you know three, five, ten years uh, from now. Yeah, so except of the local competition, looks like Shopware will have even more competition that is entering definitely the, yeah entering the market and. Uh, how do you find also the Polish market? Because our market has some specific services, yeah, and uh, and still situations. So even though there are there are like global players like Amazon, uh, like Poland is resisting this, and we have a local uh, local marketplace called Allegro, and Amazon is having a big trouble to 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 compete with uh, with Allegro. So even even the big and uh, mighty Amazon has an issue. So. What are the other like specifics? Uh, what do you think about uh, like Allegro success and 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 an option that they managed to to resist against um, against uh, Amazon? Yeah. So uh, for those of you that do, that don't know the Polish market, so it's it's quite interesting because there's like probably sixty percent of the Polish e-commerce market is uh, is Allegro. It's it's like extremely weird. It's it's completely dominant in terms of the, the platform. And it's just a marketplace where you sell products like private people sell their products and also brands sell their products, but it it, it was built from the from the private selling uh, part. And you know that that dominates the market, but there are some moves which you can observe in the market. So you have uh, a few different marketplaces coming in. So you have um, AliExpress, of course, which came in and kind of disrupted it. You have uh, Shopee, uh, which is an, another Asian one, which is coming right now. Uh, the Komar, which is a provider of an ERP or multiple ERP systems, they they also. Uh, introduced a marketplace where all the stores which have this ERP system can connect their and send their products to. So it's it is being disrupted, but 
it's weird because Amazon, after you know, probably ten years of saying that they're going to go come into Poland, it, 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 at some point it actually became a joke, like an internal joke of the e-commerce Polish community, where you know it's it's happening this year, it's happening. Uh, they finally did it. Uh, so they finally did it. It was just n- no no longer just a translation of the German page. It was actually you know just a, just a, just a, a true platform, but it didn't catch on that well to be honest it like it's probably maybe i don't know 15 to 50 times l- lower than the the, the the sales value uh, from it from allegro yeah. so for some reason it didn't catch on and yeah and what about uh in post pachkomati the, the parcel locals which is also super specific yeah that uh i don't know how it looks right now because i'm not following the statistics but they were also dominant in delivery and then it's we're a unique country where people are picking up their e-commerce uh, uh, products uh, from lockers, yeah, uh, which are al- almost everywhere. If yeah, you look yeah. from the window, we are here. There is one on the yeah, left yeah, side. I, yeah, I noticed it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there so is the one next to my room, actually, uh, <laughs> near the hotel where I, where I sleep at. Uh, so it became, it became like a commodity, yeah, that you can buy, you can uh, have it delivered ultra fast, even on Saturday, uh, right now, even the same day. All you need is just an app to to be close to this place. Click and you open and you pick it up. Yeah. Uh, so what what what? Why do you think, uh, especially in Poland, it became so popular? And it's so different. Yeah, talking to other people from other countries, they like, <laughs> what the hell is it? Yeah, and uh, it cannot be that successful. Like, no, yeah, everyone is using it. It's uh, it's super 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 nice and super popular. I'll, I'll be honest and say that I'm surprised that it n- didn't catch on in other countries because the, the idea itself is, to, in my mind, is amazing. Uh, like, for those who don't know how Parcel Locker works, you, you, you get a package and, and like when you order the, the package, you get to select a Parcel Locker, which there's thousands of, honestly, they are everywhere. So you get to select the place where they'll deliver the product to. And then you just go to that and you either type in your phone and a, like a pin code or you actually scan a QR code and it opens in seconds, it opens a Parcel Locker where you get your package. Uh, so it's extremely... Mm, easy for you to do it that's first of all second of all it's quick because they don't uh, need to you know wait for you in, in your house they just put it in the parcel locker which is always in the same place right and and you just need to go there and pick it up since it's everywhere it's convenient because you just need to walk outside of the office as you as you yeah have if you go here. with your dog or yeah, 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 stop yeah. at the gas station yeah uh to yeah. To, to fill up fill up your Uh, You can pick it up at, you know, 2 or 3 a.m. if you want to. Uh, So honestly, there's a lot of pros in that uh, that, uh, way of of handling packages. And in Poland, it's like the most... the most commonly used uh, shipment methods for BDC users, at least. Uh, there are, of course, restrictions because you have, you know, size restrictions in terms of what you can, can and can't send uh, in those. And also, again, there, you know, this market is not, it's never everlasting, right? So you have some disruptors there. Uh, right now, for example, Orlen, uh, so the, the Polish uh, gas entity, or the, the main Polish company uh, who handles gases, is investing in their own uh, parcel lockers, which will be, I think, starting out with 700 parcel lockers around uh, around Poland, and it's part of a larger plan. So, so they might, uh, you know, they might chew a big piece of that pie. I know that there are some other shipment agencies. Uh, DPD, for example, has their own uh, parcel lockers. So it's all becoming, uh, you know, becoming a little bit. Uh, maybe not specialized, but it it's starting to be operated by different companies. But the truth is that you know the the it's so convenient this way of, of handling packages that I think it's never going to or in the new future it's not going to become 
less attractive, maybe at some point you will actually have a parcel locker in front of your house. That's the, that's I think the next step for. <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, you know, during summer I was just. Uh, in the middle of nowhere, I'm wearing contact lenses and I forgot this liquid, yeah? yeah. Uh, just because yeah, I was in a rush, being very busy, yeah? and yeah. I stand up like, oh, I have one hour drive to the closest city where I expect there will be a shop where I can buy yeah. it. Uh, and then there was like, okay, let's check. A shop check where, where uh, you can buy it. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's check where I have the closest the, the closest locker. And, and the locker was just, uh, you know, next village to it, uh, yeah. like five minutes drive. So, you know, uh, marketplace made an order, you know, and next day I got a notification, okay, you can pick up. Uh, so it was like, you know, just five minutes drive to, uh, to pick it up in the middle of, uh, in the middle of uh, nowhere. Yeah, there is one tip, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I learned is like, once I get back, I forgot to change, you know, my default lockers to, okay. to my locker. Oh, okay, okay. So I made another order and then I saw it like, oh, you can pick it up end of the uh, <laughs> world. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. issue. I need to re remove it. Yeah. But, but anyway, uh, if you're ever visiting Poland, you <coughs> find the smallest city you can. You always find two things there. There will be a church and there will be an impost parcel locker. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But you know that that shows that the, the Polish market is specific. Yeah, there are some specifics about the way people are uh, buying. Uh, there is a specific uh, how people are picking up their uh, their products. So what are shopper challenges? Yeah, as a as a platform that is coming from completely different market with completely different uh, you know specifics. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely is like shopper from one side is is. I would say, and maybe not extremely popular, but it is a popular pla popular platform. It's it's being used by you know a lot of clients around the world. I think over forty thousand active implementations right now, like one hundred forty thousand clients in total. But this is all Germany. This is all the dark region. Mm, this is like ninety something percent is, is generally that region. And outside of that, you know, it's then then you have all the smaller countries. You have some in the UK, US. You have. Uh, a lot of them in the Benelux region, but in Poland it's not visible. It's almost not visible at all. So what we are dealing with right now is that most clients don't ask for shopware. So what we have is clients going to agencies, uh, to implementation agencies, software houses, and they are telling them, hey, we need a store. And the, the agency is telling them, okay, so in your case, this might be a good fit. This might be something useful because it's going to be, I don't know, cheaper than Magento and better performing than PrestaShop. I'm just giving random examples, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, in general, right now, the, the a lot of the mm, the way of selling shopper in Poland or the way of promoting it is actually through the software houses. So what we want to do, uh, because yeah, what we want to do is to make sure that it's visible enough so that the customers uh, or merchants themselves will start actually asking about shopper. And this is already happening to some extent. I know uh, I, I get info feedback from, from some agencies. They say that they have clients who are asking for shopper, but you know, during a year, maybe it's you know five to ten people. So uh, I really want to make sure that this is happening on a daily or at least monthly basis. Yeah, and sure, and there's also a challenge of all this integrations, yes, because this yeah. is something that we are working together as a as a community to uh, to deliver to uh, to bring up to the uh, to the market. So, what do you expect then? Because yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a big challenge or individual challenge will happen with uh, with you with Shopware within next year. Yeah. So. In terms of the ecosystem, so the, the number of modules which are available, we have approximately 
I would say 12 to 15 most important technologies covered. Now, the problem is that these technologies are covered, so the, I mean like payment providers, shipment providers, um, email marketing services, and so on, all, all the local ones. Now, the problem is that most of them, and I honestly mean like 75% of those which I mentioned, are not available officially, which means that to some customers they don't exist, to some customers they, have, they are a huge risk and a huge you know, question mark. Uh, because if it's not available officially, you don't know what the quality is, you don't know if it's uh, going to work with the, the next version, you don't know if there's going to be any support, sometimes you need to pay something for it to the agency who was creating it, and so on. So it's a huge issue, because right now, if a customer just, you know, walking down the street, um, he's trying to find a platform for him, right? He sees Shopware, okay, hmm, interesting platform. So let's see if uh, I'll be able to handle it in my Polish uh, market. And he goes into the store, he sees that there are, you know, five integrations available, he's going to say, okay, it's not ready, right? So it's right now, again, it needs to be pushed by the by the agency. But definitely, this is one of the most important elements which we need to make sure that that happens is actually to have the first 10 to 15 most important modules, most important technologies uh, that people might expect in the official store. And this is already happening. So uh, we are in, like, since we joined, uh, I mean, we, because uh, with me joined uh, Krzysztof uh, Podeszwak, who, who also with me is going to be developing this market. And uh, what we what we are planning to do is actually to talk to different agencies, to somehow uh, talk to also the technology partners, make sure that we have some common, for example, marketing activities, and we can somehow co-finance this, this uh, module development. Because as soon as we have it, there's going to be a huge change in terms of how shopware is uh, viewed in the Polish market and so far what I can tell you is that within four months since we've joined shopware uh, including the you know the month or month and a half of not working uh, was uh, onboarding yeah onboarding was we have I think two new implementations in the store so it's a fairly good success and we are talking to at least three others which should be there uh, in the next few uh, weeks now I'm certain of two uh, but there are also approximately five other ones which we hope to get uh, in the near future but it's not yet uh, fully decided so my goal for the first few months is to have at least four to five implementations, new extensions in the in the system, specifically for the Polish market. And they all come down to a list of, I would say maybe 20 technologies, which which uh, me, Chris and Claudia have decided that, you know, from, from also the feedback from the partners that are crucial to the Polish market, so that they are showing up and in, in leads and in, in, uh, that their leads are asking for them. Yeah, and do you think that the growth of Polish market and support for all this local Allegro, Pachkomate, yeah. which is must have, will help shopware and will help, for example, merchants in Germany who are using shopware or in Netherlands who are using shopware uh, once they think about, you know, um, expansion, yeah? So if a shop from Germany will consider to coming to Poland, um, you know, they, they, they might have a local, you know, modules, local support uh, to work uh, to work on this business. Do you think that, you, like, this, the global expansion of shopware will support shopware internally Within Germany, you know uh, that it's a, that it's a platform that allows not only focus on the German market, but also go to the to the other markets. 
So if I understood your question correctly, like, are you talking about going to the German market or the no, support no, no, from the German market? Supporting the German market with the, with the international growth, yeah. So let's say you are mm-hmm. a German shop that is selling, uh, you know, a German beer, yeah. And yeah. Uh, once Shopware is in Poland, has all, all plugins, all extensions needed, it will be super easy for, for this German shop selling a German beer. Sorry, I couldn't yeah. find a better yeah. example. Uh, to enter Polish market, yeah. They already yeah. have a platform. Uh, they will have all necessary integration. Yeah. So it should be you know, easier for uh, for them to enter the market. Or, I don't know, a Dutch uh, shop that sells bikes, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Uh, to, go, to go to the market. That, you know, this expansion and shopper investment into Poland will make shoppers strength, uh, stronger on the local market and yeah. uh, make it more more effective. Okay, so in order to answer that, I need to explain a little bit about how Shopware operates and, and what I think some people don't understand is that Shopware is not such a huge company. <laughs> it's 300-something people. And uh, with that, uh, like this was kind of actually amazing. It's a side story, but, but kind of interesting. Uh, a lot of my work, like uh, there's a book by Greg McKeon called Essentialist, uh, one of my favorite books ever. And basically what it means is you need to focus and you need to make sure that you don't do other stuff. You just have one road that you need to follow, right? That was uh, something that I was struggling a lot uh, in my previous places of work where, you know, everything is important. Everything needs to be done at the same time, right? So when I got to Shopware, I got the care package from them. The, 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 there was a little brochure. And the th- first thing they, that, that I read on the brochure was actually uh, being a shopper, you not only need, need to know what to do, but also what not to do, right? In terms of not what to not focus on. So having the limited resources and having, you know, also some expansion plans, like the general idea of, you know, if you look at like 10 year, 10, five or 10 years from now, uh, is Shopper wants to become visible in all of Europe. So we need to pick the countries where, where we want to where we want to move. And right now this is Benelux, of course, which is uh, a little bit further developed than, than Poland. So uh, Benelux, of course. We also have Poland, we have Italy, we have the UK, we have US. Uh, and there is some uh, moves to the Scandinavian markets. So these are the first ones which, we're, which we are going to, to approach and make sure that we have the ecosystem there, that we have the, the solutions available there and so on. Now this is just the first part because the next step is actually going to some other countries, uh, I don't know, Spain, Portugal and so on, where we have random projects but we don't really have a presence. So it all depends on the maturity of the market and how fast we can we can get there. So what my, my boss has created is like a framework to, to work with the different, uh, adv- not advancement, but uh, the different development uh, levels of different markets uh, and how to work with them, how to push them to the next level. So this is something we are doing now. And what you can expect in the next what two years, let's say, is these markets that I just mentioned. But what you can expect in the future is generally we want to become the you know one of the core platforms for for Europe and uh, states by default. But states is different. You know, it's got completely different yeah, it's ball game. Completely different yeah. thing. Yeah, Kasper, okay. Thank you very much for uh, for this interview. I think it's uh, it's interesting, especially from you know perspective of someone who is like like fresh, new, and and and, and sees it completely. 
completely different. Yeah, well, I keep my finger crossed, as uh, Ben said today. Yeah, we uh, we should predict future. The best way to predict future is just to create this future. So, mm. yeah, I keep my finger crossed, and uh, let's see how the Polish market will uh, will go. I mean, of course, it will go the right direction, but yeah. how fast <laughs> how fast, fast yeah. we will uh, will go? Great. Thank you very thank much. You, thank you very much. If you like this episode, please give us five star, subscribe, and stay tuned for the next one. Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonaut, modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonaut empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonaut.com. This episode is sponsored by Shopworks e-commerce, a global top 10 shopware enterprise partner. Go to shopworks.nl and challenge us to push your boundaries in e-commerce.